Hey guys, welcome back to BFF Diaries. Before we get started, don't forget to check out our Instagram at BFF Diaries Podcast and our email. Feel free to send us any questions, advices our way at BFF Diaries Podcast at gmail.com. So we're going to be doing something kind of different. So we pulled some threads from Reddit, and Sid chose one, I chose one, and then I found a third one, and we'll do it if we have time. But Sid did one based on relationships, and I did one based on friendships. So we got two different, extremely different types of stories. So I'm really excited about that. But basically, we're going to read off the little prompt, and then we'll just kind of, like, give our thoughts and advices on it, I guess, and then just, like, talk about it. Yeah, so actually we wanted to get people to ask us questions, but no one has. So we're just going to pull them off Reddit, and I hope you guys enjoy. I'm really excited. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited because I really want to, like, answer these kinds of questions. But since mm-hmm. we're still, like, growing on our platform, <laughs> we don't really get questions submitted. So, <laughs> Guys, when she says we don't really, we get zero. So... <laughs> Yeah, so this will do for now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited for this. It's kind of going to be like a – it's literally like a diary. Like, remember when we came up with the name, BFF Diaries, we were like, we want it to be like a diary? I feel like this yeah. is kind of playing into that that name. Yeah. Um, do you want me to exactly. go first or do you want to go first? Um, I mean, I can go first. Mine's basically – so it's on friendship. Um. And let me pull it up. So this one, and let me just, like, give you guys a little disclaimer. The posts that we chose, they're not, like, extremely, extremely long, but they're a little bit lengthy, so just, like, bear with us. But, um, okay, let me get started. Okay, so the title of this one says, then you just texted me, do you like my accent? (laughs) Also, guys, wait, wait, wait. Also, my dogs are here, so... If you hear blocking in the background, just beware. Yeah. Okay. So the title of this thread says, I like my best friend's ex. Now, I chose this one because me and Cindy, like, talk about this topic all the time as if we have an ex. But, like, I talk about all the time. So I thought, why not do this one? Okay. So it says, basically, my best friend dated this guy for two years. After a mutual breakup, they ended on good terms. I was there for my best friend through her sorrow, and she ended up in another relationship pretty quickly, and currently she is about to hit a one-year anniversary with a new boyfriend. As for me, her ex and I started talking recently. We would talk just as friends because we have all hung out in the past before. We both have expressed that we have never met another person that has clicked so well in terms of pursuing goals, mindset, interests, and communication. He told me that he was genuinely happy with me and was interested in dating me. He is even considering staying in our town rather than his original decision of moving away for me. I told him he makes me feel like the happiest girl, but because he was an ex of my best friend in the past, I don't want to create conflict. I know the unwritten rule of dating your friend's ex. They're off limits in girl boy code. My question is, should this be applied here as well? Are the rules real or are they childish? Would I really be an asshole for going against these morals? So that's the prompt. This is a juicy one. What did you say? Um, I said this is a juicy one. Yeah. So I feel like, okay, so I feel like this example 
one, I feel like it has a lot of gray area. So there's like some parts that kind of like contradict the other. For instance, she said her best friend and the ex ended on good terms. But then she said she was there for her friend through her sorrows. And like, I get breakups are never easy. So even if you end on good terms, I would assume, you know, still there's probably a part of you that may be sad at the thought of like, not having that person in your life in that way anymore. But like, the fact that she used the word sorrows, though, I feel like it's not a coincidence. And like, she doesn't, it doesn't sound as lighthearted as she makes it sound the rest of the post, you know, like, I feel like she had to have like, you know, like her friend had to have been going through it at least a little bit. You know what I mean? But I also feel like, yeah, and I feel like that her and her ex, like, she said they started talking recently about all these things and they found out they connected so well, but it's weird to me that this is your best friend's ex and they did it for two years. So you're telling me throughout the two years, you've never had a good conversation with your best friend's ex. Like you never realized within the two years that you were like, Oh, maybe uh, like, I feel like there's like some gray area. I just want to like point that out. Cause it's like a little bit, it's kind of like contradicting the other. For me, I feel like, honestly, she's asking this question and already knowing the answer, like, deep down. Like, Mm -hmm. she already knows that it's, like, not – if we're really going to go by girl and boy code, it's a no. Like, Mm -hmm. if you really, really want to stick by that code, it's a no. But I think (sighs) – My thing is, some people, there's two sides. Some people would be like, hey, talk to your best friend. Let her know that you have these feelings and see, like, her reaction. And if she's okay with it, maybe, like, move forward since she's already in another relationship. And, you know, it's it's done. But for me, I feel like there's two sides. One side is the friend will be like, oh, no, it's completely okay. And she'll let the best friend date her ex. Or the other side is the friend will be, like, okay with it, but deep down she'll have some type, like, she'll feel some type of way. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really hard because it's, like, we're not in this person's position, but if we're going to go by girl and boy code, I'm going to say no. Like, I'm just going to say you shouldn't do it. But if you really have strong feelings and you can say, like, this going really far like you can see a future with this person like not just dating like marriage kids like a deep connection and you've talked to your like best friend and she's fine with it if your conscience says okay like if your conscience truly says like go for it then I guess go for it but I'm gonna say no but at the same time I I get where she's coming from like when you find someone that you truly bond with and you can see a future with it's hard to like it's really hard to stick by girl code because it's like you found someone that fits, ticks all the boxes, but the only issue is it's your ex, it's your best friend's ex, if you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, I mean, okay, like, going back to her question on the girl-boy code, I feel like, in my opinion, like, the question about whether the rules are real, I, or if they're childish, I don't think it's a childish like childish thing at all. I think this type of situation, honestly, everyone handles it differently. Like I feel like for me personally, if you're falling for your best friend's ex, like I say all the time, I feel like it's more about the principle of it that makes it a little bit harder to grasp 
versus your uh-huh. actual feelings for them, which is also why I think girl code does in a sense exist for me. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, like your feelings are unavoidable. Like, don't get me wrong. You can't help who you mm-hmm. fall for, but I also know that feelings aren't something you develop overnight. And, like, Mm -hmm. you don't fall for someone without knowing them, and it takes time and, like, some level of effort in getting to know somebody to actually like them in that kind of way. Mm -hmm. So, like, with that being said, I think the principle of allowing yourself to get to that point, allowing yourself to view that person in that type of way is what makes the situation sus. Like, as my best friend, I assume – You've sat there with me through the highs and the lows of my relationship, my go-to girl. For whatever reason now, you want to date my ex. I think the situation just overall is if you do end up dating this guy, it's going to be awkward in the beginning regardless because, God forbid, you and that guy get into an argument and you you go to your best friend for advice. Like, what is she supposed to say? Like, you've literally listened to her in the same situation. Like I say that all to say, I think the principle of it is always what makes it more suspicious than the actual feelings. Cause at the end of the day, you can't help what you feel, but what it took to get you to that point is what makes it suspicious, you know? So I have a few, like, I just have a question for you. So when you say get to that point, so like pretend I'm your, well, obviously I'm your best friend. So we hang out all the time and like your ex, like, or your current boyfriend, as he would be, pretend you didn't break mm-hmm. up, and he was always with you. Like, we hung out We hung out in a group. So it was just mm-hmm. kind of like the friendship just kind of grew, and it wasn't like, at first it wasn't really like anything, but the more we hung out, so it was like every week, for example, we got close unintentionally, and mm-hmm. I came to you because I was like, I'm not going to hide my feelings. Like, if I have feelings for this guy, I'm going to tell my best friend. So mm-hmm. I came to you, and this was like, Mind you, you're with a new boyfriend. It's been like a year down the line. So I was like, you know, Vanessa, I kind of grew feelings for him. Like, what do you think? Um, I just wanted to tell you this before I made it, like, went any further. Like, I never kissed him. Like, I never held hands with him. Like, never did anything like that. What was your reaction? Wait, I'm not with this guy anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is, like, we hung out together in a group before you broke up. So, like, Uh we would always hang out. So you're not with him anymore. You're with your new boyfriend. And, you know, it's been a year. It's been a year uh-huh. or so, some months, whatever. And I was like, you know, I told you all of this. And I was like, what's your opinion on it? Like, tell me your true, honest feelings. What would your reaction be? It depends on why we didn't work out. Like, if this man was, like, bad to me and, like, cheated on me or something, like, I don't think that would ever, I would ever understand why my best friend would want to go after my ex when she's just seen everything Mm -hmm. I've done. And then also, I feel like, I think the first thing I would ask you is, if this was reversed, would you be okay with it? I Mm -hmm. think that would be my first thing. I I would wonder that. I would be like, okay, well, if this was reversed, I think in situations like this, people, people, you know, it's easy to be like, okay, well, time has passed why do you still care what if you've moved on it's really not about that I think my thing I always wondered is like the principle of it it's just like but why him like I don't know there's so many great guys out there like why him but at the end of the day like maybe he just wasn't for me and maybe you guys are meant to be the other but I also just think if it was reversed 
would we have the same respect though? Like if you if you were like in love with a guy and like I came to you later on and I was like, Hey, I really wanna give this a shot with your ex, like I really, really like him and I feel like we're a good fit, like would the respect be there? And then I I don't know. I feel like knowing uh, me if, especially if I've moved on, I think I think I would just need time. But I guess to answer your question, I think I would just need time to, like, really understand what I would do about it. Because I honestly don't know. Part of me is, like, oh, I get it. But another part of me is, like, but I don't get it. Because it's, like, why? For me, it's, like, I honestly could say I could only answer this question if I was in the position like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm going to follow girl code. Oh, I'm going to date him. Like, I can't even say that because, honestly, I don't even, like you said, I don't even know until I'm in the position. Like, I don't know the factors. Like, um, how long have we been dating? How long did we break up? Why did we break up? Like, well, yeah, we been like, like, not, not thinking, because that's, like, obvious, but it's, like, not thinking about that, though. Like, honestly, just your first would, immediate thought. Of course, anyone's first immediate thought is, like, what the fuck? Like, why him? Blah, 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 blah. Like, obviously, no one's going to be like, sure, like, go date him immediately. Or maybe some people will. Like, I'm not sure. I feel like some people actually might not care, really. But I think, obviously, I would just need, like, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, like, what made you feel this way? Like, how long have you been feeling this way? And at the end of the day, like, this sounds kind of harsh, but... I feel like the friends, like, if you had said no, for example, right? If you're like, no, don't date him. Her feelings for him aren't going to go away. So, if anything, it's going to cause a friction in your friendship, I feel like. Because she's not going to, yeah. like, get rid of her feelings because you said no. So, either she's going to date him regardless. She was just like, I'm just going to tell you because I'm being respectful of you. Or you that guys just aren't going to well, I mean, she could have just went and dated him if she was a real, like, if she was a real, like, bitch. Like, she could have just been like, well, I'm going to date him. Like, who cares what you think? Like, that's not a best friend. But but she was like, I told you, and this is your reaction, but I'm still going to date him. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like, I feel like there's, it sucks, but it's like, there's really no way around the situation. Like, it's sucks, I feel but, like at the at the end of the day, I guess to like conclude your your question, not even the Reddit question, I feel like at the end of the day, going to your best friend though before it gets any further. I mean, if you're just sitting here like like initial attraction, I wouldn't go to your best friend. Like, there's no need. Mm. But then I feel like if you're actually starting to be like, I want to be with this person, you think about it day and night. I feel like you need to go th- go to your best friend about it because regardless, like you said, there's people who truly don't care or like let's not say don't care, but like there's truly people who want the best for you and have moved on and are okay with it. And then there's also people that are like, I don't know, because what if Loki, what if Loki or best friend just hasn't mentioned it, but they still have been like missing their ex. Like you never know, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's literally all communication. It always comes back to communication. Like, if you're feeling some type of way about someone's ex, the first thing to do is, like, confront the person. Like, obviously, after you you, you know what you're going to say and you, like, come up with what you're going to say, confront them and let them know because the longer you keep it in, 
the longer you go tell other people, it's just like, what if it comes back to them? It's like, no one wants to hear from another person that your best friend likes your ex. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So I would say just confront them about it. And honestly, like, whatever they say is whatever they say. You could take it with a grain of salt or you can move on. But, like, you just need to confront them and also see where it goes. Because, one, they can be moved on and happy and just, you know, have time to think about it and be fine with it or they can just you know might still have feelings lingering and might not be fine with it so basically the answer to the question is confront your best friend and let them know how you're feeling and see where it goes from there period yeah that was a long answer we took 20 minutes to answer the first question but i think we gave good advice and we gave like two different sides of you know two different aspects or versions kind of of what people could be thinking. Mm-hmm. So this one is about not friendship, but it's about like relationships. So it was posted by baby or not to baby two years ago <laughs> on Reddit. So it says, I think my boyfriend is cheating on me. We've had a rough two years, but I've never really had any doubts in this department with him before. I doubted other things, but never his faithfulness. I can't really put my finger on it, but a few things did raise my eyebrow. So, basically, she's been dating him for two years, guys. He had a strange scratch on his neck. What is this, some CSI, FBI shit? I asked him about it because it looked painful, and he became defensive, even getting angry, saying I was accusing him of things even though I wasn't. Then he had an instance where he told me on he told me his badge didn't work and he thought he got fired. Totally weird conclusion to jump to and I told him that. I jokingly said, Makes me wonder what you've been up to that's worth firing over that you thought you got busted on. But again he took it to a weird place, saying, You're always thinking I'm messing around, just like that scratch. The dudes always protest too much. Now I'm having doubts. Now I think something is fishy. Something fishy is going on. It's starting to make me wonder. He's been weird about his text messages, hiding the notifications from them. He hasn't been telling me about any more company out happy hours. So I'm pretty sure he's going to them. Anyone been here before? Any advice? So, my opinion is I'm gonna break it down a little bit. She's been dating this dude for two years, and she's never questioned his faithfulness. So it seems like it was going really well. But after the scratch on his neck, he became defensive. So I feel like I'm going to say what Vanessa always says. Go with your intuition. If you feel like something is going on, like if uh, your man is getting defensive about something and you feel like something is going on, something really might be going on. Like don't just brush it, like brush it off your shoulder and be like, well, it's just a scratch. Like, okay, the first time he becomes defensive, but then she says, the second thing he became defensive about was that his badge didn't work and he thought he got fired and he thought that she jumped to a conclusion. So it seems like he's becoming more defensive as time passes and he's being really weird. What gets me is the text messages part because I feel like when you're dating, a lot of the times people don't really hide the notifications or like you have their password to their phone. So it's like you see everything that's going on. But I think the fishy part is when he started to hide his notifications and that he hasn't been telling her about, like, company hours, but he's going to them, I think that's when I personally would be like, okay, I think something, you know, may be going on, and I think I might need to, like, do a little bit investigation. Um, I think my advice 
for her would be go with your intuition. And I know this may sound a little bit bad, but I kind of want to say I think she should kind of look into it. Now, people have different, like, people have different opinions on this. Like, should I, should I go kind of snoop around or should I just, like, wait it out? But knowing my, me, I would honestly snoop around. <laughs> I just feel like it would mm-hmm. give me so much anxiety, like, thinking he would be cheating on me. And, like, mm-hmm. all of these signs are, like, pointing to him cheating, but I, I don't have any, like, proof. So I think I would, like, confront him about it. If he keeps, if he, if he's lying to me and I see more things coming up, I think I would just try to find some type of proof to say if he's cheating or not. What about you? Okay, so when I read this, so I actually have it pulled up because Sydney sent it to me, but when I read this, I actually saw a way different issue than just the cheating or, like, the potential cheating. So, like, going back to the beginning when she said, we've had a rough two years, but I've never really doubted this doubts in this department than before. I've doubted other things, but never his faithfulness. When I read that, I was like, okay, immediately I was like, so there's deeper rooted issues here because she mentioned there's other things that she's been sus about before, but not the cheating, but there still have been other things. So like, Mm -hmm. what are those other things? Are those other things really stuff you should be overlooking and give a pass to? Like, Mm. I don't know. So I feel like that already kind of like sets the tone for the rest of the message because then she goes mm-hmm. on to say about, like you said, the um, the text messages and him getting defensive. I feel like communication is obviously lacking here, especially from the boyfriend's end. Maybe he's stressed or maybe he's going through some stuff with work and he doesn't like to talk about it and he's getting frustrated easily. But there's like, however, at the end of the day, it's just like communication is so vital in any relationship and you shouldn't want to have to be in a partnership where because they're going through something, they start treating you differently or they start treating you negatively and start hiding things and leaving you in the dark to feel shitty. Like, I feel like a good partner is going to communicate to you that he may need space because X, Y, Z is going on in his life. And as a good partner, you should also respect that, but you can't respect it when they're not communicating that to you. So how are you supposed to just leave someone you love alone when you can visibly see them acting completely differently and negatively on top of that, leaving you room to like overthink and like not communicate anything to you besides getting upset. So I feel like, I feel like if I was her friend, I would just be like, honestly, okay, put aside the whole you being suspicious about him cheating at first, look at how he's treating you right now because he's like, things are not going his way. Like, do you really want to be in a lifelong partnership with a guy like that? Like he gets angry at you because stuff gets stressed. Like he doesn't tell you like, Hey, I'm stressed out. I need some space. I need to clear my head. Like instead he gets mad at you because you ask him about this or you ask him about that. And then of course you're going to, if a guy's like literally like, talking down on you like that like of course it's going to leave you room to like overthink and then you're going to be like looking at every little thing that he does aka hiding his notifications so I feel like it's really the bigger picture is like look at how he's handling stuff when things are not going his on his way and on top of that when you confront him about the suspiciousness look at how he acts so if I was her friend I would be like you should not be with a guy like that at the end of the day. I don't care if you've been dating for five years. A guy should not be, like, acting like that to you if, like, you're, like, in love with this person. You know what I mean? Like, and I guess to answer the, like, 
cheating thing. I mean, with the way he's acting and he's never acted like this before, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, at the end of the day, I wouldn't just like automatically be like, I'm done with you. But at the same time, I would look at every other thing, like how he's acting to me when he's upset, how he's not communicating to me, how he's leaving me out of stuff now. Like that other stuff is also stuff that I wouldn't want to tolerate. So I feel like all those combined is what is what would make me want to leave a guy like that. But if it was just like, I don't know, the notification stuff, I mean, I still think it would be suspicious, but like, I feel like it's, it's stuff that I low-key would look into too. I mean, I know, like you said, like not a lot of people would agree with it, but like, I feel like if he's not going to answer my questions, like I'm going to, I'm going to get them regardless. Yeah, I feel like, so I would definitely say, like Vanessa said, I would not break up with him all immediately. Because, like, two years of a relationship is a long time you've invested in someone. So I would definitely, like, confront him about it and be like, you know, low-key, I would just be like, you know, all these things are suspicious to me. Like, you're acting strange. You're not treating me right. Like, just lay it all out on the line. Because at the end of the day, this is your partner. Like, you shouldn't be afraid to say anything to your partner, like, Say what you feel, and honestly, if his reaction is still defensive, I would dig deeper into it, like, because there's a deeper issue there after that, but you would hope that he would react in a way that's, like, respectful, but I would definitely try to work on the situation, see what's really going down, if there's anything, because if it's just the fact that he's stressed, that's not an excuse to act like that, like, I'm stressed too, but I don't go hiding things from you I don't go treating you bad I don't go talking to you like that so if it's just him being stressed you guys need to talk about that his response and his attitude isn't okay and he needs to make a change now if it's going past that then that's another thing that needs to be figured out like what exactly is he hiding um but I would definitely try to work on it because to your relationship and she seems to really like this guy would love him so I would try to work on it and you know, if it doesn't work out eventually in the future, I would definitely, like, think about maybe ending it. But I think it's too soon to say that because we don't know all the details. Like, this is just kind of a surface-level thing. So if there's a part two of this, I would definitely want to see a part two of this written out because, you know, I feel like there's a lot of things that are unanswered, if that makes sense. But Yeah, basically, there's, like, a lot of gray area. Definitely a lot of gray area. So I would definitely, like I said, long story short, confront him on the issues. If he gets defensive or basically if he says he's stressed and figure out a way to maybe a better way that he can handle his stress. If he still is defensive, then definitely, you know, dig into it and go from there. Period. Yeah, and also, like, people that feel really overwhelmed and stressed, like, anything you say to them, they're, like, their their mentality and everything is just, like, super heightened. So I feel like it's always about how you go about it, not necessarily what you're saying. It's just, like, how you say it. Like, if she's going to him, she's like, why are you always hiding things now? Like, that sounds very, like, attitude-y. And I feel like if I was on the receiving end and I wasn't even doing anything wrong, I would be like, what the heck? Like, why are you coming at me like that, though? Like, I feel like it's always about how you say things. So, like, definitely the tone of it, how you say it matters. I feel communication is just lacking. That's it. And I definitely think it was interesting because she was like, I've never really had any doubts. Like, she's had doubts, like you said, other things, but not his faithfulness. So this seems like the faithfulness issue seems like something really new. So that kind of gives me a feeling of, like, 
you know, a little bit, it makes me a little, feel a little bit better for some reason, like just a little bit better that she's never doubted his faithfulness, but don't let the red flags and your intuition just roll off your shoulder. Basically, yeah. even though you've never had issues about this, it's an issue now. So don't yeah. let it slide and confront him. That's all. Yeah. I wish these people could hear our advice. <laughs> I know. We all hear some facts. If you are baby, you're not too baby. <laughs> you're listening. <laughs> Two years ago, you posted on Reddit, and this is the answer. Um, okay. So we're about 30, so we're at 30 minutes, minutes now. Do you want to do one more or save it for next time? And how long is the other one? It's like the same. Um, I guess I think we, we only spent 10 minutes on this one, though. Okay, we can do the next one. Um, We're about 33 minutes in, so we can spend like 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes on the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I actually just found this one. I think it was, like, literally just posted right now. But this one says, I think it's really interesting because everyone, like, goes through this kind of, and I feel like it's really interesting. Okay. Also, um, who, who wrote this, by the way? It says, Nishé Boo. Okay. Just want to send, if she's listening, you never know. <laughs> yeah, Nishé, if you're listening, we got you. Okay. It says, I have two best friends. We met at school and are by far the best friends I've had. In the past, I have had issues with other friends making me feel dramatic for how I feel, that I'm too sensitive, and even lied to me when they were hanging out without me. I will admit that during that time, I was kind of sucky. Now my friends understand that and don't blame me. Now on to the issue. My friends are amazing, don't get me wrong, but they hang out a lot without me and don't even invite me. I get that they don't have to hang out with me all the time, but they never make plans with me, and the only times that we really do is all three of us, and I'm the one that kind of makes the plans or getting them started. It sucks, and I don't know if it's my insecurity or if it's justified. They've done this, I think, six to seven times. I've talked to them about it once before, and they said they understood, but they said that I didn't trust them. I do trust them. It's just that I'm hurt by the fact that they don't even give me an invite, even if they knew I can't go. And I'm not saying every time, but once in a while, maybe. The last time I saw them was in June in person, and we all hadn't been out of the house. Am I overreacting? Ew, can I answer this first? Yeah. So... I've been through this before, and I'm going to say she's not overreacting. So the first time, first couple times they hung out without her, I can definitely, like, I don't think I would think too much about it. I think I would be a little bit, like, jealous, of course, because it's, like, they're my two best friends. Like, they're hanging out without me, and they haven't really told me. Of course, a little jealousy would arise, but I would kind of let it slide. Like, of course, people can hang out with just them. But I think after the seventh time of them hanging out by themselves without me I would definitely feel some type of way about it like I don't think her feelings she definitely has a reason to feel these feelings and her feelings are valid and I think it's really disrespectful if you guys are best friends like if you really consider yourself best friends and you're constantly like hanging out without me and not even inviting me and just, like, leaving me out, I feel like that's when I would take it a little bit personal because it's, like, okay, like, what was the reason? Like, why didn't I get an invite? Like, I understood you guys hang out with each other, like, you know, a couple times, which I'm fine with, but it's, like, repeatedly the same thing. And it's, like, only a natural or a normal human would feel, like, some type of way about it. Like, no one's going to be, like, oh, it's fine. Like, 
I mean, it's unless you're like literally not best friends, but knowing me and knowing how I had best friends, like best friends where you hang out all the time, you tell each other everything, like, and you're going to hang out with someone else. Like, I feel like that's a little bit like disrespectful. And it's like, I don't know. I just, it rubs me the wrong way. And I definitely think that she has a right to be like annoyed by it. And I really don't think her friends are being very like, I don't think, I don't know if they're doing this on purpose because I can't really speak for her friends, but I feel like they're just not being like aware of her feelings. Like they're kind of just like, her feelings are just kind of like not a priority and they're just like, whatever. Like maybe Mm -hmm. it's not intentional. Like I'm not going to say they're sitting here like planning like, oh, we're going to ignore her. We're going to blah, blah, blah. Maybe it really is. They're just hanging out because the, you know, they're, they're somewhere at the same time or you know, they just have a something in common that she does it. Like, I don't know, but I think they need to be a little bit more considerate of her feelings and definitely, like, let her know and invite her to more, like, of these, like, events that they're going to. Mm-hmm. What about you? Okay, so there's, like, a couple points in here really quick that I feel like, okay, so basically I feel like going off first, you know how in the beginning she mentioned that, you know, she's been kind of sucky before and, like, whatever the case that was with that I feel like low-key I feel like that could still play a part in it I mean I don't know their friendship but I assume because she was like that before I mean doesn't mean that those best friends don't want to be friends with her anymore but I think because they've had a history of that before they're just kind of maybe like they want to like minimize having that around them all the time but I think the thing that I have the most issue with is the fact that she said they never hang out with her one-on-one. If they do hang out with her, it's always all three of them. I think I would have more of an issue with that than, like, actually my friends hanging out themselves. You know what I mean? Like, if my friends hang out themselves and then, like, I got to sometimes hang out with my other, like, those friends alone too, like, that would be okay. But the fact that, like, they never want to hang out with her one-on-one, they only hang out with her as a group, I think is what kind of, like, struck me first. Because I think... I think I would be lying if I said, like, oh, sometimes I see my, like, best friends hanging out and, like, it looks fun what they're doing. But at the same time, I've also been on the other side of things where, like, I have a friend, Michelle, if you're listening, I have a friend, Michelle, like, when we were in college, she never wanted to, like, go do all these things that we wanted to do. Sometimes I had to be like, Michelle, are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? And, like, she never wanted to come, right? Or, like, if she wanted to come, like, she would respond so late. And then, like, I got to a point where I was like, I literally told Michelle, I said, if you want to come to this thing, you text me because I always be reaching out to you and you, like, don't come. So, like, I'm not saying this is her, obviously, because she wants to hang out with them, but I feel like sometimes, like, maybe there's some underlying reason like maybe the things that they want to do maybe she's complained about it a lot like maybe they want to go to the movies and she always said like I don't want to go to the movies I don't, I, like, I don't know okay but like maybe that could be something too I don't wait, know wait, but... wait. well it's kind of like the relationship thing like we don't know like of course like there might be underlying issues but just like pretend like pretend there's no issues what was your reaction day like there was nothing but she said literally she was like, I'm just hurt by the fact that they don't even give me an invite even if they knew I can't go. Like, I think that's a huge thing about it, though. I feel like a lot of the things that they want to do, they probably already like, oh, she can't go. So, like, I mean, if it was me, I think the only way I would be feeling some type of way about it is if I was free to go and I love to do the things that they were doing alone 
And on top of that, they never wanted to hang out with me one-to-one. Then I would feel some type of way about it. But if it was like, if it was like I was scrolling through Instagram and let's say like I saw you and Michelle hang out at the movies and never invited me, like, okay, but at the same time, like you didn't invite Marianne, you didn't invite Alyssa. Like there's sometimes like, I just want to hang out with that friend. Or like sometimes it's just like, I just want to hang out with this other friend. Like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes you do just want to hang out with a certain type of friend because you know that they, you guys just like vibe really well doing this one activity together. Like, I feel like that's normal because like, haven't you ever had a moment where it was like, let's say like, I'm just going to use me as an example because we're on the phone, but like, let's say it's like, man, I really want to hang out with somebody, but I just want to like chill at home and do nothing. And like, you knew, like, I'm that friend that loves to just like sit at home with you and do nothing. But like, would you invite the friend that like, literally was like, every time she came over, she was like, dude, this is so boring. I don't want to do this. Like, you wouldn't invite her anymore. You would stop inviting her. You would just invite me. But then like, let's say like, she got impressed about it. She's like, why didn't you invite me? Like, what the heck? You know, it's like, I, I just like think, I just think like, that makes a lot of sense. I just think the the issue with this, this specifically is that it's repeatedly, like, I get, like, there, like, there's no, there's no way that there could repeatedly do things and she just can't come. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe, like, maybe she's lives at home and her parents are really strict, but I doubt it. Like, I just feel like seven more times, like, I get you don't want to hang out with people like on their own time like I get that but like all the time like I, I mean I'm just also like a little bit weird where like okay like I okay I I think again like everyone's different and so I think like for instance like if you were here if you were in Virginia and like we had another best friend and like you guys always hung out and you never invited me like I yeah I think that is like of course, I would not feel happy about it. I would not feel like great, you know, but I also think that if, if the circumstances were like, I couldn't go and like, I, you guys knew I couldn't go, then like, I would understand. I think that's my only oh, yeah. thing I'm hanging on to because she said that her friends knew she couldn't go. She basically is saying she still wants an invite, even though they know she can't go, you know? And oh, it's okay. like, yeah, because she said, she literally said, like, her friends know that she can't go, and she's still hurt by it. So, like, I think for, mm-hmm. for that, though, I, uh, I'm i just kind of like, okay, well, that you kind of have to get over because you literally can't go. Like, what do you expect them to not hang out because you can't go? Like, that's a little unfair because, like, Michelle and Marianne, like, they live in Tyson's. Like, they both live in Tyson's. They hung out all the time, even before COVID. Like, they hang out all the time. They go watch late movies. They, like, hang out at the mall all the time. And, like, they don't invite me because they know, like, I literally cannot be, like, out there right now. Like, so it's just, like, I get that. Like, low-key, like, it, I don't feel some type of way about it, honestly. I feel like if I could, like, go, then then I would be, like, mm. But even then, like, they did invite me before, so it's a little different, but again, like, they knew I can't go, so I don't really, like, feel any type of way about it, I think, I don't know, but also, what do we always say, like, friends of threes, though, that's a tricky number, like, three people uh, in one friend group, one is always going to feel some type of way. My thing is also, like, she just might be sensitive, like, you really just have to know your friend's personality, like, okay, yeah, some people wouldn't care, but, like, some people just really are sensitive, and they're just, like, they just want to be included. So, like, it just all depends on, like Vanessa said, like, three is a tricky number. It all depends on the, the 
kind of how you guys vibe off of each other. Like, if you just know that that person is sensitive and maybe they just want you to kind of just, like, include them, then do it. If not, then I just, I don't know. Three is a tricky number, and I just think but it I might mean, don't cause an issue. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, if your friends turn out to be, like, they literally were just being fake and, like, they didn't want to hang out with you and they were excluding you on purpose, then, like, you go get yourself a new group of friends because, like, you should, at the end of the day, be friends with people that literally miss you and want to see you and want to hang out with you. And, like, when they're out somewhere and you're not there, they're thinking of you and they're like, oh, I wish she was here, blah, blah. Like, you should be friends with people like that because, like, even when I can't make it to some outings with my friends, they're always like, oh, I wish you were here. Like, they text me and, like, snap me and stuff so I feel like if your friends like literally don't give a shit that you're not there and they never want to see you unless it's with all three of them then I feel like yeah okay that's like not okay but like if it's a situation where it's like you literally can't go and you're just like wanting them to invite you knowing you can't go then I feel like that's a little much yeah I definitely feel like you just really need like if she's really really hurt by the situation I definitely we try to like if she's your best friend, just there are some things in friendships, just like relationships, you kind of just have to learn to accommodate. Like, if your friend is sensitive, you need to learn how to accommodate her being sensitive. Just because, just like I'm sure your personality isn't her cup of tea every day, and mm-hmm. she, like she, okay, this accent is really getting hard now. Basically, I'm saying is. You have to learn to accommodate your friendships and relationships. So if she's really upset by this, like, if it really, really hurts her feelings, and, yeah, they know that she might not be able to go. But just them saying, like, hey, we miss you, or, hey, like, you know, you want to come out, even though we you, we know that you might not can't. Because maybe one day she actually might be able to come. You never know. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe just, like, accommodate her. And, yeah, it might be annoying to the other two friends. But, hey, if she's your best friend, like, honestly, that's not that big of a deal. Like, it's really not going to yeah. take a ton of time out of your day. So I, the basically what I'm saying for this is I think her friends need to think about her feelings a little bit more and just, like, accommodate it because knowing me, I feel like I would be the same way as she is, even though I know that I might not be able to go, but just knowing that your friends care and they, you know, did invite you, it just feels a little, it just feels like you're included. Mm-hmm. So for future reference, future reference, I expect you to invite me to everything. Um, well, we don't live in the same place, <laughs> No, but not gonna happen. Reference. Yeah, but at the end of the day, girl, like I'm talking to her, like at the end of the day, future reference, you better invite me, bitch. What? What? What you say? Say it louder. What? Sorry, missed it. Anyway, um, future reference. What? What? Can you like stop? What? Future reference. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, I feel like they are real best friends. Like, you've talked to them about them about this once before. They're not going to keep doing things that make you upset, point blank, period. Hip talker. Hmm? I totally agree with that. Yeah, so, basically, um, and also, I forgot to mention, she's 16. So, like, Loki, probably not have them. You're probably going to make other best friends anyway, so... And she's like hitting, she's like still in puberty. More things, like yeah. Yeah. So honestly, away. honestly, at that age, I can I can get like how you can feel excluded because like that's high school and like I remember those days. Like it's so easy to be like feeling like 
you know, take everything personally. It's easy to take things personally when you're young. But I think when you get older, I don't know. Just like I said, I think, I honestly, this is another situation where it just depends on the situation. Like if her friend is having a big party and she only invites other people and not you, that's shitty. But like, I don't know. She just needs to go like do something really quick. And the other friend was on the way, like whatever, like, you know, I think the fact that Vanessa says she's 16, definitely, like, I agree. I'm going to stick to what I said about her friends being a little bit more accommodating. That even just, like, closes, like, that feels a deal for me. So, yeah. But at the end of the I don't know. It just, it just depends. It just depends. Basically, I think, to sum I think everything you up that never... we talked about, huh? to, basically, to basically sum up everything we talk about, we can literally say it depends. Yeah, it really depends because it depends on the situation. Like, I totally empathize with her on the feeling left out. I think that's inevitable. You can always – there's everyone comes across a time where they can feel left out. Like, you can't help that. And I feel like as best friends, you shouldn't want your best friend to feel left out, and I 100% agree with that. But I also think this would be a different situation, but I also think you should you should feel – comfortable to hang out with one friend and then also hang out with another friend another day like I don't think you should always have to hang out with the other friend all the time but I think the issue here is the fact that they never hang out with her one-on-one it's the fact that they hang out with her only when they're in a group that's what I have an issue with and I feel like as best friends they're not doing their job and making her feel included because none of them reach out to her just to be like hey you want to hang out with me only like it's always like hey you want to hang out with us so it kind of feels like they're just, you know, being like, hey, well, you want to hang out with us because we're already going to do this, you know? Yeah. I definitely. So I get that. Yeah, this this is a very good, like, um, kind of prompt that we read. I think it could resonate with a lot of people that are 16 and that might be listening to this. Um, but definitely, guys, like, if you have any of these type of stories, please, please, please don't forget to submit them to our Instagram or email. We have diaries podcast um, at gmail.com because honestly this has been really fun like I've really enjoyed reading these things and like kind of like giving my two cents on it even though Vanessa and I might have not gone through it but we definitely can like you know give two perspectives yeah 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 and it's interesting to see like how when you read something like you read it one way and then when I read it I read it like another way I think also next time we should send the prompts to each other because Loki, I was like missing keywords to like yours. I did not even hear the sixteen. Like I was like, oh, oh, I didn't really say sixteen. I said at the end. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So guys, if you love like this type of video um, or this type of podcast, we can definitely do more of these. And also, I wouldn't mind like doing maybe a prompt before we get into a topic, like that kind of involves the topic we're talking about. Like you know, yeah. read off one every episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Or, um, or also like another podcast I watch, they do like a random question at the beginning of every episode. Yeah. That would be super like a fun. Random like, yes. A random like little question that y'all submit or that we find. Um, that would be really fun just to like spice things up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, my throat is literally dry from all the talking. <laughs> yeah, same. Actually, I'm, like, kind of getting tired, too, for some reason. Yeah. Okay, well, I hope you guys 
stuck it through while we're at 50 minutes now. So we're going to wrap it up. But I hope you guys enjoy this as much as we enjoy talking about it. I feel like it's kind of therapeutic just like talking about these kinds of topics, even if we haven't gone through it. Yeah, definitely. Like, I really enjoyed this. Like, this is really fun. Um, the videos that we've been doing or the podcasts that we've been doing lately have been really enjoyable. So please let us know, like, what you guys think because we're here for you. We're, you know, doing these podcasts for you guys to hear us and give us your feedback. So once again, please do that. And anything else you want to say, Vanessa? Nope, that's all. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, email us, anything you want, and we'll catch you guys next Wednesday. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye, guys. Bye.